got game for sale, I got game for sale, I got game for sale, I got game for sale. Gotta reach to be the one on top, no team like the one I got, you now live with the one block shot. This is your girl J.A.E. and today we're talking about finding peace. This is finding peace part one. So one of my favorite chapters about anxiety, which I know a lot of people, including myself, have been dealing with, is actually Philippians 4, 6 through 9. And it reads, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your quest to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 6 through 9. It's one of my favorite chapters because it actually teaches you how to deal with anxiety. First, it says, stop, don't worry. I know for a lot of people, that's very hard when it comes to seeing your bills hit, losing loved ones and things like that. But one other scripture that always comes to my mind is, does that worry add a single cent to your life or change the repercussions that you already faced in your life? And you really have to face these things when controlling anxiety and even extreme panic attacks. So first, stop, don't worry. Then he says, in every situation, give it all to me. Not your friend, not this. It's always great to talk to somebody. Um... But first, give it to God. Then go talk to somebody. Crap, I have a therapist myself. I talk to that bitch at least once a week to really find out what my triggers are and what's going on. A lot of these scriptures, you're going to see aligning with a lot of the therapy sessions and even the practices that they tell you to do within those. And I can't wait to show you guys my mom, who's also a therapist, and teaching you guys some of the practices that people charge on an hourly rate to the public. So again, let's go back. He said, in every situation, give it all to me. So one of my first questions was how. The very next sentence, it says, he says, in all your ways, like, give it all to me. I'm sitting here like, how? The very next sentence, it says, pray and petition. So like knowing what a pray, a prayer is and what a petition is. I Googled the definition of petition. So the meaning that I chose was actually the verb form, because I believe when you're fighting for your peace, which it is a constant battle, even the scripture says, put on the full armor of God. You're in warfare all the time for your peace, your joy. Like there's people that are constantly trying you. Like it's not a coincidence that today you got your mind together and refused to let your thoughts control your day, but someone came up to you with some bullshit. Like that's no, that's no surprise. That's another dealing with resistance. We talk about the war of art. Me and Chad talk about resistance just being the enemy, which is a devil but other people call it resistance you know respect to it like understand what it is and that is not of you and you don't have that so when it comes to you don't be surprised so when it comes to fighting for your peace it talks about petition so I looked up the definition of petition and I chose the verb definition so it means to make a present formal request with respect to a particular cause so 
That is literally saying, give me all your requests to me. What's going on? Respectfully tell me what's going on. My next question was like, Ayo, how? Because like when I be going through it, yo, I be going through it. I be mad, crying, like, bruh. And it says distinctly, God gives us distinct instructions. He says, express gratitude towards me. It's not the end of the world that your bills aren't paid. To be honest with yourself, you've probably been evicted before. If it's your first time facing eviction, you're going to be okay. Like, uh, from a fellow we that's been there, done that to you, you're going to be okay. Like, I'm literally just thanking God and laughing about my past. From me to you, you're going to be okay. <laughs> so it says, express gratitude towards him. Then politely and formally ask him for help. So thank you, God, for this day. Um, thank you that I woke up this morning. Today has been a struggle. So-and-so's been have going on. Bills ain't paid. Blah, 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 blah. This, that going on. That's one, two step. Then the third step. He said, then because you asked me, know that I already gave it to you. So then you start moving as if he received it. And a lot of people talk about manifesting, right? So manifestation, where you write something down in a, like in a petition in the other form is actually a written. So writing something down and believing that it's already happened. When you're giving it to God, know that it's already happened. Know that you're about to walk into better times and that this is only a test and this is only temporary in your life. And yeah, bro, you go through a lot of tests and you go through a lot of trials. Everyone knows that feeling. People may not talk about it every single day, but they go through that day. The artists that you watch on television, bro, trust and believe that these niggas have a real story and are still facing shit today. Just because you see a Rolex on their watch doesn't mean that they haven't had troubles and tribulations within their lives. So they didn't know how they're going to pay for their own bills or even pay for the people surrounding them. E.T. Thomas talks about that. If you you really listen to rap music or the trials and tribulations that they face and whether you listen to it or not these niggas understand you gotta know that god got you you gotta know at the end of this man you're blessed and highly favored at the end of this you have victory and the end of this doesn't mean death bro and niggas always think like r.i.p rest in peace but nigga you also supposed to live in peace l.i.p and speak it with your lips dogs i have peace prophetically speak out loud the promises of God that he has for you. That's what people talk about manifestation. They talk about affirmations, bro. Write these scriptures down. You are blessed. You are highly favored. Yes, sis, you are beautiful. You know why? Because you're a masterpiece. That didn't just come out the air and you just felt beautiful. And all of a sudden it felt real. No, you know your promises. You know the God's promises that he has for you. Whether you say it in the King James Version or a Simply Version or just say a word, one word is a promise. And that's love, B. Like, pick up your head, dog. Like, it's not the end. So know that you received the promise. You want to know how you know that you received the promise? Let's go. Matthew 7, 7 through 12. It says... Ask and it will be given to you. Seeking you will find. Knocking the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. Boom. Given to you. You like you know every single thing that God says is real. Like it's not what you believe is what you know. Like belief wavers, dog. The enemy tested beliefs from the beginning of the Bible. He said, what do you know and what do you believe? He didn't test what Eve knew. 
he tested what she believed. And it's those symbols and those inklings of doubt that are always going to be tested in your life. Your belief is going to be wavered. Don't even get down about that. But your knowing is never. Because you know what the scripture says. You know what the promises come to your heart. Your bank account may be negative $1,200, dog. But you know you're a lender, not a borrower. So you know that's just temporary. When God said, this is great for harvest and niggas couldn't see. Niggas couldn't even see the harvest because the seed was just put down. Understand God's view and your view are completely different. Like, and yeah, I'm talking like this to you because I'm a real person talking about real things. And as real people, we need to talk about more about how we read the Bible and the prophetic things that God speaks to us because it's not just preachers that are speaking the word of God, dog. Like you don't have to be a preacher to have a sermon. You don't have to be a preacher to have a testimony. It's the testimony of God's people. And I'm one of those. So if you intimidated by the way I'm talking, like nigga, unfollow, leave. I ain't for you. I don't really care. I don't. I'm here to help my family and friends, dog. And you, my family and friends. We don't got to be blood. We don't got to be related. And I don't have to know your name to call you my sister and my brother. So as sisters and brothers, let's get up, dog. Let's get this. We know that we already have it. We don't need to be staying down for too long. Anxiety can't get our peace anymore, dog. Like, And I'm in the practice of it. Now I know I'm using therapy, bro. I'm using the scripture. I'm like, all right, God's promises when I have to do the five senses and remember where I am, which is the present, because God says, don't worry about tomorrow. What anxiety does, it attacks your future and your past. Two things that you're not living in today. You're living in your present. Like, and there's a reason why God says, let the dead bury the dead. And why he says, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will have his own worries. But how does anxiety attack about the dead that needed to bury its dead? in the anxiety that it attacks from the future. But you're in today, bro. Today, you may have got that eviction later, but that letter said you got a week, dog. You got a week of peace. You better live. I know you got to fucking move, dog. I know you got to go through this shit, but you got a week of peace. Just let today be a great ass day of you figuring out that you a lender and not a borrower. These are moments of faith that counts, dog. Faith don't count when you already have that shit. Faith counts when God tells you to leave somewhere and you leave that place with fucking nothing. Those are the stories of Abraham. David was promised to be a king as a teenager. You know, that nigga had to wait 15 years to see that come to pass. This nigga didn't have no signs. He was serving kings on kings. You may be washing dishes for a king or for a corporation, but whatever God spoke to you, that you were a fashion designer, that you were an artist, that you were whatever he called you to be. Understand, it's not going to look like that maybe for a while, maybe for a couple of years, but his promise is his promise. And it took years for a lot of these people in the scripture to see the promise. But when you read the Bible, it's a page at a time, but you don't know that one page was 10 years later. The next page was another 10 years. The next page was three days after 20 years. You don't see those gaps. So you're expecting expediency, but expediency in God's time, expediency in your time isn't the second that you read that stuff. Or And it may sometimes be. But be patient with it and have faith when it counts, dog.